Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, um, I was fortunate enough to run into a, an old friend of mine the other day at Company Brewing, and uh, on a whim, we decided to do this. Um, so she uh, graduated in Marquette from Marquette in Clinical Lab Sciences. Uh, she currently works over at Aurora Hospital. And uh, she has a little YouTube channel. It's called Glam and Gaming, right? Yes. I said it pretty good. Um, so, uh, Shema Mahmood, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you today? I am phenomenal. Very cold, but phenomenal. It's fucking freezing it's outside. It's freezing cold. Yeah. I don't even know. It's like 30 degrees or maybe less than that. But it's slushy and cold, mm -hmm. and my socks are wet, and mm -hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's pretty terrible. I uh, had a coffee date downtown earlier today so I did have to leave and go out into it earlier mm -hmm. and I had to trek all the way over to Oakland to catch the green line and I was yeah it was very uh, unpleasant mm -hmm. but it's nice to be back in the toasty old home yeah, for the rest of the day. The <laughs> <laughs> I passed by your heater and I was like, yes, this yeah. is what I need. <laughs> oh, it's, it's prime. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so uh, fun fact, Shema and I know each other from the Marquette Starbucks yep. back in the day. Good old days. Yes, uh, when I was a barista across town. <laughs> I do not miss that at all. I'm glad that Starbucks happened. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a it was, and uh, like, I, I liked my managers, like, uh, I had great, great managers, but I don't miss, like, being micromanaged I for, like, that. everything, mm -hmm. you know? I definitely feel like you met a lot of cool people, though, because mm. it seems like every barista, like, that's a requirement, you have to be cool, mm. so <laughs> everybody there was, like, super nice. Yeah. Was friends with everybody. <laughs> yes, yeah. No, we were, we were a pretty solid team mm -hmm. for a while, met a lot of great people, um, couple of folks that you know I still talk to here and there today mm -hmm. um, so shout out to Megan and Aralis <laughs> and Katie yeah. and you know uh, my good friend Sam the poet oh, yeah. and uh, yeah like they're they're yeah like it was great people for mm -hmm. sure but but it was I don't know it just wasn't really me I, I didn't really feel like I fit in mm -hmm. to the, like the corporate atmosphere of it so I've much preferred working, uh, you know, for locally owned businesses uh, in the pa in the last year. Um, so at Company Brewing, where I saw you the other day, I'm yeah. like, yep, this is this it's is where I am. <laughs> it's a definitely a different vibe because you walk into Starbucks and you just walk in to get a drink. Whereas when you go into company, you go talk to a bartender, you go make some friends, you see mm -hmm. the music scene. Yeah. Especially with a lot of those, like, like I go to Rochambeau all the time, oh, like yeah. I was just there. That's one of the reasons why I love it so much mm -hmm. is because you can go and make new friends like all yeah. the time. And oh I think that's, God, yeah. yeah, I understand that as being more your speed. Yeah, totally. I, um, yeah, so do you live over there now? No, I live in Greenfield. Oh, right, mm -hmm. right, sure. But I practically live up here, like I'm always here. I hang out. My, a lot of my friends still go to Marquette, so I come up here all the time, and mm -hmm. I love Rochambeau. I love the east side. I like the water, so yeah. I'm always here, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, get out of the suburbia. Um, yeah. 
Lucia, <laughs> the cat, everybody. My new best friend. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I totally feel that. I mean, yeah, Brady's a, Brady's a lot of fun. I haven't been in Rochambeau a ton. Like, I've been in there a couple times. Uh, I was there, like, I want to say, like, two months ago, and uh, we, um, and I drank some tea. Yes, they have really good tea. Very good tea, yeah. And, yeah, it is a very, like, just cute, artsy, like, very pleasant atmosphere as many coffee shops around here are. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, like... The east side has like so many up and coming hit places. Like River West is like has a bunch of fun bars, like great food, oh, people yeah. that love good music. Like it's just I'm never bored. Speaking you, of good food though, I went to Wonderland yesterday. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so it's good. Fun. Yeah, what'd you get? I had chicken and waffles nice. for breakfast and I was I was mesmerized by it. They had like little deep fried breaded um, jalapenos on mm. them. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I just thinking about it oh. right now makes me salivate like I'm like a little <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Wonderland's really fucking good. It's so good. Uh, I went with my, my parents were here a couple weeks ago and I took them there and I got the, the burger and it was so good. The fire. burger was fucking massive. Hot was, fire flames though. Yeah. Oh it's so good. It was huge and I was so full for the rest of the day. And I've never been there in the mornings. And I didn't realize that Art Bar was right there, yeah, too. Because yeah. I've, I've been to Art Bar a bunch of times, and I know because it's, like, right in front of a church, and it's always, like, that running joke, yeah. like, the nasty bar next to it, mm -hmm. next to a thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, apparently, it's, I think it's owned by the same people. It is. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's yeah. very, very good. It's and good. I love Art Bar, too. Oh, yeah, it's so cute. It is know? really With all cute. all the crafty beers. And the neon cowl. Yeah. That's my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. I was going to Art Bar a bunch over the summer, and, like, as, as any River West bars are, like, I think we were talking about this the other night um, when I saw you, but every, like, any bar I go to, like, I don't feel like I need to make any plans or arrangements to really see, like, to, to see anyone, like, because, because you go and you already see 10 people and yeah. you're like, Hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, mm -hmm. like, Hey, like, and it's just like the really communal aspect of the neighborhood, which I, uh, which resonates a lot with me and I just love it so much. It's definitely like, you know, it's like you, you're just kind of like accepted here and, uh, like, it's nice to, uh, I mean, I loved the east side when I lived over there, but definitely, like, that was more like the college sphere. Yeah. This is a lot more like, you know, I actually live here now. Mm -hmm. I live in Milwaukee, not just at UWM. Right. You know, so. Yeah. I really like the east side just for the all the events that go on. And you do meet, like, a lot of people, but it's usually people from Riverwest yeah. that go over there. Yeah. And then this is where their hub is. Oh, yeah, totally. So that's what I enjoy. I, lo I love also meeting, because I live in Greenfield, and it's more of a family neighborhood. I really like being able to see people my age yeah, right. <laughs> that don't have, like, three kids, yeah, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, that aren't the, the yuppies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, one day, but not right now. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Totally. Um, yeah. So, you live kind of by uh, where the China Lights are, right? You know? Oh, I don't actually know where that is. Oh, it's like with the Burner Botanical Gardens. Oh, um, a lot uh, further past that. Okay, yeah. sure. But I live right by the cops in ah. Greenfield. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you ever get off the freeway, you see a Bob's Furniture sign. 
I'm right there. No. Well, keep that in mind. Yes. It's time. Uh, it's time I'm out of ways. I got you. Oh, yeah, well, I yeah. I'm just really happy to uh, have bumped into you again. Yeah, um, it's so really really great to see you. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity, and. Um, I guess to start, I am interested in, uh, so I know that you, you work in a hospital. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess like what uh, enticed you to pursue what you decided to study being clinical lab sciences? Like, I guess like, where did you, where did you like uh, decide to go down that route? Okay, so really, I'm sad to admit that it was actually my mom. <laughs> ah, sure. She was like, oh, you know, you, you really like using your hands and you like science, so try this. And I was like, whatever. At the time, I was like in between a lot of different fields. I wanted to be a graphic designer at one point. I wanted to be a doctor at another point, a vet. Like, but somehow I ended up in this field, and I was so glad. Like, I stayed with it for the full four years. I love it now. Like, I'm in love with it nice. because I realized through like my clinical rotations with my field that I actually cannot deal with patients. Yeah. I saw somebody die actually on oh my, my on my rotation, and it was the most depressing like week of my life Jeez. oh it was terrible and i was thinking like if i was going to be a doctor i have to deal with that every day mm -hmm. no way no being emotionally resilient in that way it's difficult i wouldn't be able to do that either i'm too empathic i Same. think and yeah. the mom was there at the time and she was screaming and what I think what really set me off was that the doctors and nurses were all very like stone cold. Yeah. And I get that you have to be, but for me personally, I'd be I'd get scared if I end up being so like indifferent to human life being lost. So I, that was probably my turning point. But um, it's fine now because I have more goals. I'm going to be a professor one day, and it's going to be wonderful. Nice, <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> But right now I'm like currently a microbiologist, so I deal okay. with like a bunch of like cool nasty samples. And oh, it's lovely. You know, little organisms. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm all about it. Uh, the, uh, petri dishes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you a science major? Uh, hell no. No, I just I I got an A in biology in high school. Boom. That was like I don't know how I pulled that out of my ass, but uh, but yeah. I, I could see you being a biologist. Uh, I do like animals a lot, there you, you know, go. like this one, this one's uh, this one keeps me company. I, I love animals a lot and I am actually really interested in like things like zoology and like bio, like that stuff is intriguing to me, but it was more of just like the, in, Ooh. yeah, sure. like we have to, yeah, we have to cut her, we have to cut her nails. Um, but it was, it was kind of like the, at a, at like a collegiate level, like it really like wasn't, it, any, it wasn't anything out like what I wanted to do. Like mm -hmm. I remember, um, I took zoology, mm -hmm. I took zoology my junior year. I hated it so much. <laughs> it was terrible. Like those fucking uh, what were the the practicals? Oh yeah. I never ever took a practical before, but oh, those no. <laughs> you had to write reports. Yeah, like <laughs> where you literally go around the classroom, and so much knowledge that you have to retain, and you know, like it's like in a hundred question test, and yep. you just have to know the terms. Mm -hmm. You have to know like. You know what 
undersea worms belong to which family and the anatomy of them oh and my god, dude throwback oh god i haven't yeah. taken that shit in a while oh my god i it it, it was like god Fuck this, you know. Like I'm, I'm cool just watching like Planet Earth, you know. Go to the zoo, you know. Like close enough. Yeah, yeah. Like going to the vet with the yeah, yeah going to the vet. Thing you get. Yeah, right. Yeah, like I definitely like um, on like from an ag academic point, like it was, it would never be something that like I could immerse myself into. But I give all the credit in the world to the people that do because I think that. Like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, math that's, that's, uh, that, and equations and formulas that go into, um, that go into biology, chemistry, physics, even, you know, oh, yeah, like, I loved physics. Uh, God, I was a TA for two years. That was even worse. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I feel like it's just my brain just doesn't operate. In I feel way, you. You know? Yeah. Like, I was, I was more English oriented, mm -hmm. you know? Which I was like, I speak the language, yeah. <laughs> and that's about, that's about as far as I went with yeah. those. And I really loved, I was always a very, very interested in art, and I love art. I still draw all the time, and I paint nice. and stuff. But I feel like that was more my hobby. You know, I could never make a profession out of it, because then I would, I would end up losing the motivation. And with creative things like that, I feel like you really have to want to do it mm -hmm. all the time for yeah. you to even do it. So, right. and do it well, too. Exactly. You gotta be inspired. Yeah, it's gotta be like... Um... It's got to be what you wake up and look forward to exactly. every day. Because there's plenty of people that think they really, like, love to do something and want to do it. But mm -hmm. then they, like, start studying it in school and it kind of, like, you know, ruins... Yeah, it kind of yeah. ruins it for them. Right. Or at least they learn that they're only, like, interested in it to an extent, but aren't, like, willing to kind of uh, make that jump to, exactly. like get a degree in it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort. Definitely, yeah. So where did you grow up? I grew up in Kuwait. Kuwait? Yes. You I were mean, born in Egypt, right? No. So in like other in Arab countries it's what your dad is. That's what translates it. Oh, I see. Uh, so I'm Egyptian by heritage. I see. And okay. I was born and raised in Kuwait. Sure. Yep, and then I came here in twenty fourteen for college. Oh yeah, that's damn I I didn't know that. No, really? That's awesome, yeah. <laughs> yep, I'm I mean, a foreigner. <laughs> sure. Well, I knew that you, um, I knew that you were, like, from, uh, it was, it was either of the two, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't know that, like, you moved here specifically for college. Yep. I came here for college, and now I'm here for a little work experience. Mm -hmm. Technically, I'm still a student. And then, who knows what will happen after. Yeah, I definitely right. want to go to grad school, though. PhD is definitely in my future. Totally. But we'll see how that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so... Um, yeah, I guess, like, so had you been to, uh, the States before you came here for college? It was my first ever experience of American culture. Oh, my God. And so it was, it, for me and, and my family, like, oh, it wow. was all very, very new, and I remember, like, the first thing my mom would pinpoint was how the houses looked like the cartoons. Yeah. And she was like, they have triangle rooms! Yeah. And I was yeah, like, right. oh, my God! Yeah, totally. <laughs> it was really funny, because we have, like, obviously the square roofs, because it's so hot there, we keep our boilers up on the roof. Mm. Oh, yeah, So yeah, things sure. heat naturally. Yeah. So here you guys have it the other way around so that the snow doesn't destroy your homes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Which yeah. is so so it was so nifty for me <laughs> totally yeah i've like i've uh i've like seen that because like i've been in like israel and palestine before mm -hmm. and like 
driving through, like, I remember, like, driving past, like, Arab villages, like, yeah, like, they, like, have a very, like, distinct way of, like, how their houses are constructed with, like, yeah, the boilers on top of their house and, like, like, oh, that's very, very different than Mm -hmm. what we, because we, like, it's below, usually, like, in America, I guess. Right. But, yeah, that's, um... It was also really funny because... All the houses here are made out of wood, yeah. and everything there is made out of brick. Oh yeah. So that was also something. It's like, oh my god, it's like they didn't learn from the three little pigs or yeah, <laughs> right, right. Everything just blows away with yeah, the weather. But yeah, much. got pretty sturdy foundations here. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't seen a house blow away yet. Uh, you know, uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed for sure. Um, totally. Well, yeah. Um, so, uh, what's the kind of work that you're doing now um, at Aurora? So I'm a microbiologist, so every time um, you go into the hospital and the doctor's like, oh, you have an infection, let's collect this sample and figure out what's going on. What they're actually doing is sending us the sample and we're figuring out what kind of bacteria, you know, fungus, parasite, whatever that you have, and we let the doctor know and tell them what kind of antibiotics or drugs to just give the patient. So it's like speciating different kinds of um, uh, organisms, and finding out like how much there is mm-hmm. and what yeah like what drugs to use to combat that infection. It's really cool. We get a lot of like really crazy stuff. Yeah. We get some like um, like one t- the craziest sample we've ever gotten because usually we get swabs and and like the occasional like you know tissue here and there. Sure, we yeah. got this giant bucket and we were like, what the hell is in this bucket? And everybody gathered around this bucket under the hood and. We opened it up and it was a full thigh. Just like the entire thigh from like your hip down to your knee. It was an entire oh my God. necrotic thigh just like chilling. Looks like someone just took a saw to it. The bone was all hacked up and stuff. And we were all like, oh my lord. Wow. Well, I think they sent us too much. <laughs> Damn. That sounds like some Dexter shit. Oh, it's crazy. We get some insane things. And it's also super, well, sad to see, but also really cool because we usually get the same patients over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a progression of their disease. And we've seen some pretty gnarly progressions. Like someone sends us a foot. Or no, first it's a toe, then it's a foot then it's a whole thigh, oh that God. kind of a situation. And it just keeps getting worse and worse or it gets better. Sometimes sure. we get like the secondary sample and it's all clear and the patient's good to go home. Sure. But yeah, so it's, it's hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, sure. So it's experiments on like how to properly like treat people. Basically, of sure. we're just informing the doctor nice. of what, what's going on. Nice. Cause otherwise, you know, they need us like just to shine a light on an underrepresented field. Yeah. <laughs> We're also incre- incredibly, incredibly short staff nationwide, mm. so it's kind of like, oh no. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Like specifically being like a med tech, yeah. Oh Because wow, okay. like without a lab, you have no hospital. Yeah, so because of the ever-growing like shortage. We're starting to centralize a lot of the labs, so now there's like fewer labs, and so therefore fewer, you know, rural hospitals, and everything has to get sent out. So there's like slower turnaround times, so getting that result to the patient, and it's a whole bunch of like problems that are going on, mm-hmm. and it stems from people just not even knowing what the field is. Yeah. That's like the biggest one. Every time someone sees me in scrubs, they're like, "Oh, you're a nurse." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <sure. laughs> So it's just, it's kind of scary to think that like we're, we're like in my lab, for example, we're five people short out of a fully staffed lab. Yeah. And that's like 
pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> like you won't, it's, it's a lot of work, especially since it is centralized. We get every sample in Wisconsin and Illinois now that we've merged with Advocate. So it's, it's a lot, <laughs> it's a burden. <laughs> sure, so what do you, what do you think would help just kind of like telling people it's a thing instead of just being a doctor or a nurse. You could be a med tech. Yeah. You're doing exactly the same work, just minus the patient interaction. Unless you work in a clinic, then you'd have to draw people's blood. But other than that, like, I think that's a plus. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you don't have to put on that customer service voice every day. Yeah. Which totally. I'm very bad at. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I, I, being at Starbucks, I was definitely... Uh, I was, it, I got very robotic after a while as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess like being somebody who's so empathic, I guess that mm -hmm. that's conducive to kind of like your character being is like, you know, you don't always have to be the one, you don't have to be the one to like tell patients stuff they don't want to hear and exactly. stuff, you know? Like we tell you what kind, that you have cancer. We tell you what kind of cancer you have, but we're not telling you we're telling the doctor to tell yeah, you. Yeah. So really, we're just like out in the sidelines, like being like, good luck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But at the same time, we do very important work, like things that doctors wouldn't be able to like diagnose patients without our help. Yeah. Which is why I feel like people don't understand that. Like even sometimes I feel like even other healthcare providers don't understand that we actually go to school for it too. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think it's just like a bunch of high schoolers like going in there and doing the testing. Yeah. But that's very not true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so yeah, this will be a good platform. I can like yeah. tell everybody. Be a med tech. Be a med tech. I'm not gonna do it, but you can. <laughs> everybody can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I mean I like I didn't even see I didn't know that. Like mm -hmm. I definitely like I know what you're saying about how like feels like being a doctor or being the nurse seem to be like the default when you think of exactly. somebody in scrubs, when you think of a hospital. Mm -hmm. Like I mean not to mention like all the different components of like um of like medicine there are exactly. like you know all the different like parts of the body and who specializes in what and who's doing research versus who's doing like you know actual like procedures and like you know who's just you know at the front desk exactly yeah, yeah. it's yeah. there's a, so many so many different kinds of caregivers that you can have in a hospital mm -hmm. That nobody, like if I were to write a list, I'd only get maybe like one sixteenth of yeah. the sheer number that we have. Oh my God, time. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, um, yeah, like, cause like I, I was in the hospital like um, almost three years ago now. Mm -hmm. And like, it was when I was like in a really like severe mental health slump. So mm -hmm. like I sought treatment and I was at the Columbia St. Mary's for four days. And I remember like, experiencing that I'm like wow there's like you know there's there's uh there's the nurses there's the psychiatrists there's the um the like the grad students there's mm -hmm. the social worker yeah uh there's the if you ever had your blood drawn there's a phlebotomist yeah and then you have the med techs on the sideline yep, right, running yeah. your blood panels yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she brings in the entire like tray like, <laughs> into my room and Boom. <laughs> yeah exactly I'm like wow like there's just there's so many like people like running around like running this place like you know mm. doing doing their own individual like uh being like doing their like individual um 
like responsibilities that you know make it so you know it's it's you're right right yeah i kind of like to explain it to people who don't do like healthcare as like uh, a movie Mm -hmm. so you know you only really see the doctor as the actor yeah and the director is maybe the nurse she helps around and stuff Mm -hmm. but then you don't see like the sound guy you don't see the lights guy you don't see the like prop designer yeah. state costume the, maker like the key that, grip ex- yeah. <laughs> all of that stuff yeah, you don't right, see yeah. any of that stuff in the sidelines and so it's kind of like yeah. you gotta like see it all as one big movie right and we all need our donut guide exactly oh yeah the donut guy is probably donut. most important they're probably <laughs> the most key person there exactly yeah. <laughs> for sure well um that's that's awesome what was uh like your favorite course you took in school uh in uh undergoing this this path it was most definitely microbiology sure so my field is encompassing of any laboratory testing okay but i specialize in microbiology just because it's like so fucking fascinating like it's something so magic there like you see your day-to-day life and you don't realize there's a whole other complete biome going on like underneath like in your gut on your skin in your mouth like, people are freaking nasty, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get some nasty shit going on in your body. Uh, but there's, like, but 90% of everything that goes on, like, you're being exposed to a mold right now. Like, you're probably being exposed to all kinds of nasty bacteria. You waving that hand around at me. Exactly. You know, making me nervous here. All on you now. <laughs> and your body can naturally ah, just take care of it. <laughs> ah, Hopefully. <laughs> if not, then I have a job for, for a reason. Yeah. And it's, it's just so amazing, the different kinds of bacteria, how they interact with one another, how you, how like antibiotics work. Oh, it's so fascinating. Nice. It's just, it drives me nuts. Hey, <laughs> whatever helps you nerd out, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you get to get paid for it. Hardcore nerding. <laughs> yeah, totally. So that, so on another note, mm-hmm. um, so your YouTube channel, um, yes. Glam and Gaming. Yes. So I, I remember you said that uh, you uh, um, that you were a gamer mm-hmm. uh, when I first met you. I remember you like were talking about that. Yeah. I remember that's how you knew uh, somebody I went to high school with, uh, Damon Miller. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damon, uh, shout out to Damon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. I saw his mom at Riot Fest last year. Oh dang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, oh, yeah, Damon loves Milwaukee. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's awesome. Milwaukee's dope. Yeah, but I went to high school with him. Um, But, uh, yeah, so tell me a little bit about um, your uh, YouTube channel and I guess, like, how it started, like, what what you're doing with it and everything. Well, it started off as being, like, the brand Glam and Gaming. Like, I was trying to, like, brand it that way where I did makeup and beauty videos along with, like, video gaming. Mm Mm-hmm. But I realized, like, as I was doing it, that I kind of just wasn't fulfilled by it. You know, they're, they're like, the market is saturated with girls and dudes and doing makeup and playing video games. And I just felt like I wasn't really adding anything new. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was just kind of, like, not really using my platform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just, like, kind of, like, redirected it to more of, like, a health, like, a mental health-based channel so I talk a lot about like body positivity um like how people should be like thinking about different issues and stuff like that I don't post super frequently because I felt like when I was 
trying to milk myself for content, that's when I got the shittiest content. Yeah, for sure. So I just kind of let it ride, and I really just sit there and talk to a camera. So nice. kind of like this. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, oh, it's it's pretty fun, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's super fun, and yeah. it's very therapeutic for me too. Totally. If I ever have a burning. Uh, topic I want to talk about, I'll always just like ramble on in front of a camera. Sure. It's super, super awesome. What was your most recent topic that you talked about? I think my most recent one, like I did a, I did a mukbang. Do you know what that is? It's an eating video. Uh, no, I don't. Actually. So it's like basically people sit there and eat in front of a camera. Uh. Some people talk, most people don't talk and just eat. It's kind of like, like ASMR, like sure. you're listening to somebody eat, you get happy. Nice. But, um, <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. But I did it where I was like talking about um, like how food and body image has been like very impactful on this generation and like my generation as well and how it's kind of like it's just useless. Like everybody's trying to lose those extra pounds and live a healthy lifestyle, but people are doing it more in the perspective of like I need to lose like 10 pounds. Like they're thinking about it all in terms of numbers, in terms of like what they'll look like to fit into society, like that kind of thing, but nobody's actually doing it for their physical health. Yeah, right. So I was trying to talk and say, like, if you want to eat that extra burger, fucking eat that extra oh, burger. Yeah. Just make sure you compensate by, like, you know, going for a walk or yeah. just waking up early and, like, doing some yoga, doing some meditation. Like, mind, body, and soul are the mm -hmm. three key components of a human being, and you gotta nourish them. And I feel like worrying about what social media is telling you to look like and what how much you should be eating and all this stuff is just it's and I'm, I'm still kind of offended that they, they have magazine articles where it's like how she lost 20 pounds in two oh, days yeah. and i'm like yeah I'm like those, no <laughs> those fucking clickbait ads you see on like every website yeah. and it's upsetting that it, it's a billion dollar like mark oh, yeah. company like to be in that fit weight loss yeah. uh, industry and they, fitness and stuff yeah they profit off of those people's insecurities yeah those induced the, the induced fears mm -hmm. of like what society like expects from people and right. yeah that's that's but at the same weird. time i'm not gonna coddle somebody and say that being like unhealthy is fine like you can live your life i still think that you should live your life to your best capabilities oh, yeah. yeah so don't just sit there and eat burgers every day of your life right but if you want to eat a burger and you're still keeping active keeping your brain active keeping everything active then do you exactly hey yeah and you know, that yeah. could, for all we know, could be a very healthy, exactly. plant-based burger. Boom. I was actually eating an Impossible Burger when oh, I was so doing good. the video. Oh, they're fucking so good. So good. They're real fucking Oh, good. my gosh. Yeah. At Company, we have uh, beet burgers that are pretty my good. My favorite. With yeah. the, I get it with goat cheese on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm honestly f baffled by how they keep the beets together. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah, good. That's so fire. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I um, body positivity is... You know, it. I think it's also, like, I think, for one, like, the real thing is, like, everything you're saying, like, piggybacking up that, like, it really, it's just about how you, it's not about how you look, it's about how you feel. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be, like, you, you can big, be much bigger, but still feel good, okay. still be really happy, mm -hmm. still be comfortable. You can also be, like, um much skinnier and still and feel like shit or or not take care of yourself or just you know be miserable like mm -hmm. it's it's honestly like it is all very like socially constructed like this idea of like how you're you're supposed to um you know what 
like lifestyle habits like you're supposed to maintain in order to like be perceived as valuable to society um and like it's and you know i and also like especially in we don't talk enough about how body positivity like how it's a big thing for men too. Like, I 100 agree. Oh my god! Like I was insecure about my body a shit ton. Like, it's terrible. Yeah, it shouldn't be the case. Right. Like in middle school, I was chubby. I was mm-hmm. real chubby. Chubby ass motherfucker. Probably cute chubby. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I can show you pictures. Yes. Um, blonde bowl cut. Oh. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, but then in high school, I like grew into the weight. But I was, I got really, really skinny and I was just a twig. And I just, you know, would look at how, you know, our media and, you know, how, like, men are portrayed, like, desirable men, how the desirable man is portrayed, mm-hmm. where he's, like, got a six pack, he's got abs, he's got, like, really good arms, like, he's, you know, he looks a certain way like you know so it like you definitely I think a lot of us men like and I speak on behalf of like a lot of my friends that also you know like felt like they had to go to the gym like compulsively to Mm -hmm. to look a certain way too it's like you know that puts a lot of fucking pressure on us too that like that we need to look this way in order to like feel in order to you know look good look attractive you know look like we're desired or valuable to society but like honestly no like i'm like yeah like i've i've enjoyed like i did go to the gym for a while in college and i loved it it was it was very um i love the gym yeah oh yeah it's a stress relief i know you go yeah i know you go a lot too and uh you like document like Mm -hmm. how much you're enjoying it and that's fucking great you know because you're doing it for yourself and you're not doing it for any any standard and that was like the biggest twist i think because you know i've been trying to lose weight since the dawn of time and i had through i was the opposite to you i was like very scrawny little kid and Mm -hmm. then once i hit puberty it was like game over like i gained a bunch of weight i was way heavier than everybody and it was it's it was terrible and i had really really mean kids in school as you everybody does and i was called a sasquatch i was called like a, a fat ass behind my back like all the time and so like i developed like really severe eating disorders like i would throw up my food i would um like not eat at all and i would my i had a friend that would teach me how to throw up and stuff and it was just it was horrible it was like terrible and no matter what i did i never felt good i always felt like i was doing bad to my body and just to fit into this societal norm and i think that's the the word that you used a lot when you were talking is this supposed to thing like you're not supposed to do anything exactly. that as long as you're not hurting anybody right, yeah. you're not supposed to eat like a salad every day you're not supposed to eat a burger every day you're supposed to do whatever your body tells you it wants mm-hmm. you to do and you do what you want makes right. you whatever makes you happy exactly and i feel like that's something that took me like i'm 23 now it took me 23 years to realize like i need to do things for myself and whatever makes me happy and if I like going to the gym, I'm going to go to the gym. If I don't feel like going to the gym, I'm not going to go to the gym. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, totally. And that's when you get your, because that's when your mental health is yeah. going to reflect in your physical health. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, those two things are so closely tied. Oh, yeah. 
and people don't really like I feel like the fitness world likes to talk about go to the gym eat well whatever but really you gotta like fix your brain before you can fix your body right you know yeah you know learning prop positive healthy communication skills mm -hmm. you know like learning to you know regulate your emotions and, exactly. and check in with yourself and that's been that intern that is what actually helped me doing that kind of stuff is what helped me become more physically healthy right like, or at least more physically um you know more motivated to be like go to the gym be more mm -hmm. physical um but yeah and like I haven't been to the gym since like March. You know, the other day I uh, ate a whole pizza. Hell yeah! It was fucking great. It was a three. Uh, it was a three meat pizza, self-rising crust. My oh. favorite. <laughs> so great. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, like I eat a ton. Like my my metabolism is fucking crazy. Like I eat so Jealous. much. <laughs> but yeah, but and like I'm, you know, and uh, but there's definitely times where I've, and like I don't. I feel like I am generally pretty physically active, like a lot of the time. Like I like to go on walks. I like to, you know, my job being a dishwasher, like I'm physically moving a lot too. But um, you know, like I eat generally, like not terribly. Like I eat a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits and stuff. You know, Perfect. like I have a pretty balanced like lifestyle as far as health health goes. But there will still be times where I'm like, holy fuck, my gut. Yeah, yeah you know? <laughs> like damn and that's human you're human yeah, right. we scrutinize ourselves just in general mm -hmm. and i think it's like a natural instinct to just try to be better like i think that was one of the things that i had to figure out was like talking t to myself i need to stop being like you're disgusting mm -hmm. or you look ugly today like i needed to say like it's okay you know today you're feeling a little down tomorrow will be better and it's like taking it one day at a time sometimes people need to take it one hour at a time but it's just understanding that not every day is 100% and you don't yeah. have to be 100% right. every day. Exactly. Yeah. Give yourself a break. D totally. Be chill. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, um, you know, be be lazy. Be a, like give yourself a day to be a lump. Right. You know, it it's honestly a huge like uh, therapeutic factor for me to like just shut the rest of the world out and just, you know, put on because I, I like to watch a lot of movies mm -hmm. um so I like to just you know there'll be nights where I just watch like three four movies in a row and no shame because That's I fucking love it oh yeah but then the next day I'm like okay I gotta, I gotta like I got a lot of shit to do <laughs> you know but, but you see it's like your body's telling you too it's being right, intuitive yeah. with your body I want to be lazy today. It's probably because your body's exhausted. Yeah. I've <laughs> probably been working it to the ground. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, you know, following what your body wants. And then mm -hmm. evidently your body will tell you, okay, I'm sick and tired of being lazy today. Yeah. I'm going to go do something. Yeah. Got to get up my arse. Exactly. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So do you, uh, are you still, um, do you still game much? Yeah. I like just bought, um, I'm very, very late. I'm like, the, I'm a cheap ass. So I don't like to buy the games when they're like fresh, you know, yeah. and like $70. Right. So I've just bought the whole Hitman collection. And um, Dude, I'm like so excited. I, okay, <laughs> Hitman was like, the Hitman games were some of my favorites like growing up. Like, That's good to hear. Contracts oh. and uh, Blood Money. Like my friend Kyle and I, he used to come over to my house and we would just play Contracts and Blood Money like all night. We'd have sleepovers. And oh. I used to like, we used to, 
I would have such a hard time getting Silent Assassin because I always just wanted to shoot everything. <laughs> but, I um, feel like that's how I'll be. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. It's but, like always better just going in hot. <laughs> right, exactly. Just, you know, just uh, coming like a racking ball. Mm -hmm. But that's nice. Um, so, well, that would be really fun. That, and like I've also been playing a lot of GTA Five. Solid. Oh my gosh, that game is such a good stress yeah. reliever after work. You just run people over and you're good. <laughs> you're just, you feel there, better. Yeah, <laughs> right. You just drive some old lady's car exactly. like into a lake. Perfect. But jump out right it, before it goes. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I like to, um, yeah, that GTA uh, reminds me of my senior year of high school. Because that was when it came out. And we'll oh, I was like, because I was like robbing people oh, of their cars. No, uh, <laughs> not quite, not quite. Um, only like, virtual, Whoa. only virtually. Badass man. No. I was like, damn. You, I wouldn't be sitting here right? if that was the case. You just got away with it. Right. My favorite game. Have you ever played Half Life? I played Gary's mod. Oh Isn't yeah. Isn't that like the Half Life like? Isn't that no? It's what like was it? yeah, something. It's Half Life Two or something. Yeah. that it like got edited to yeah. be like crazy. Mm -hmm. I played that one. Okay. But I've not played Half Life. Is oh, that sure. fun for you? Oh my god, <laughs> that's that's probably my favorite game of all time. Is the original Half Life? Yes. Uh, came out on PC in 1998. Oh jeez. Uh, it was very like uh, ahead of its time in terms of like, you know, the graphics, like the just kind of the whole like. Um, the scripted sequences, mm -hmm. the, you know, just, it was, I mean, it was a 3D first-person shooter in yeah. the, for, like, the late 90s. Like, that was a big deal. And it's just so much fun. It's actually really hilarious, like, if you learn to just kind of enjoy the little things that happen. Mm -hmm. Like, all the aliens, like, the Marines come in for a cover-up mission, and you have to, like, fight them, too. You get to spend time in the alien world. And then there was an expansion pack called Half-Life Opposing Force, which is where you actually play as one of the Marines. Oh, shit. But, <laughs> yeah, so the Marines become your buddies in that game, but you're still fighting, like, in the same... It's, like, the same facilities, but just a different storyline, and it's really, really cool. But um, if you are if you ever have uh, time, I think they uh, have those games available on Steam. Oh, hell yeah. But uh, highly recommend playing those. Half-Life 2 is a lot of fun, too. It's yeah. completely different, but... Yeah. Um, Gary's Mod ended up being, like... It was, like, a... I don't even know what it was. Like, a like an expansion of Half-Life 2 yeah, or something. Sure. They just used it as, like, the base of mm -hmm. the game. And then it just... It was a bunch of little missions you played with your friends. Oh, and it was so yeah. much fun. Yeah. We started playing uh, Counter-Strike. My friends and I in oh, high yeah. school, we were playing Counter-Strike on Steam, like, my senior year. Our senior year, like, that summer, or excuse me, that winter, where it was, like, so fucking snowy. Mm -hmm. um, we just stayed in and played Counter-Strike and had so much fun. That's the way you do it. Yeah. Also Skyrim. I was just about to say that. That was the game that got me into video games. Because oh, yeah. all my friends at school were like, you're a girl, you don't play video games. Like, you wouldn't understand oh, Skyrim. gamer girls And are... I was like, bitch, try me. <laughs> so I played the game, and it's probably my favorite game of all time. Hell yeah. I think I've played every single mission possible that had not glitched out for me. That's the thing. Almost. I tried, yeah, like, I tried getting through, like, all the side quests, but there were so many glitches. There's so many. Like, yeah. there's one you have to get, like, a, a necklace or a box of meat or something from the lake. And, like, how the fuck are you supposed to do that without yeah. drowning? <laughs> it's so bad. 
I know, yeah. Like, I actually explored the entire map before I did the storyline. Oh, damn! Yeah, I, I would get, you know how, like, the, the like, the, the, like, the discovered locations mm -hmm. will, like, pop up on your, uh, on your, like, on that little, like, map, like, right. in, the, in the HUD? I remember, like, whenever I would see, like, one of them pop up and it would be, like, really far away, I would just chase after all of them <laughs> and, like... Dude, my favorite was the was the caves. I would go yeah. into the caves and try and clear them all. Oh yeah. And there were there was one cave I remember going into, and I just kept dying and dying yeah. and dying. And it was with a bunch of those like little scorpion things. Oh yeah. Oh, those things were evil. The fucking, and the, they the, disgusted me too. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fucking robot things, like the you know. The, oh, from the, the centurion. Yeah. Things. God, the, I hated. They always the, gave you great shit though when you looted them. Yeah. Right. That was always a plus. Yeah, rich as fuck. <laughs> exactly. Right. You just sold all that shit, like. And then you die, and your body's just like. <laughs> you ragged. <laughs> Now yeah. your, legs, your legs would go right. like, whoosh. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. Yeah. By the time I was, like, I remember, like, it was, I was glitching out. It was, like, my game, my Xbox was pretty old. So by mm -hmm. the time I was, like, trying to play the game again, like, at one point, like, it just wouldn't even get past the loading screen. It just fried. It just froze every time. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah you noticed that Skyrim. You, oh, I love, I love. And then they they had like that Elder Scrolls Online thing, but it was a bust. Like I thought that was so boring. Didn't yeah. like it at all. <laughs> yeah, my mom, uh, my mom, all my gaming systems ended up breaking anyway, so I don't have video games anymore. Aww. But I was playing Fortnite for a while, like like yeah, at my old place. I was playing Fortnite up until like I'm. It was introduced to Apex Legends. Oh yeah. Oh, that one's weird. <laughs> it's so much more fun. I like that. One. I highly recommend if you haven't played it. It's on PC too. Like, oh, super fun. Super super fun. <laughs> I need time. You got it. I'll play it. Let's go. There we go. Hi Shema. Hi. Oh my god, I had so much fun with you. Aww, this is a great thanks. time. Yeah. Um, it was great to talk about um, about microbiology about be a med tech yeah <laughs> shout out the fucking med techs hell now. yeah <laughs> uh so consider it just fuck just consider it mm -hmm. um talking about video games which i haven't really done on the show before so this was nice to talk to a gamer yeah. uh body positivity um because you're all sexy <laughs> ooh, ooh. Mm. Mm. yeah get it Get it. <laughs> right. So tell me what keeps you up at night, Shamo. Um, the cold. <laughs> and yeah. my cats purring in my ear. <laughs> I, well, uh, you're, you're handling my cats pretty well oh, back yeah. there. I love it. Good, yeah. <laughs> Crazy cat lady in the making. <laughs> nice. Hey, that's, yeah, my, that's my mom too. Oh. What puts you to sleep though? Thinking about all my awesome friends. Oh Just to put it in a cheesy note. <laughs> well, you're, you're pretty awesome. Aw, thanks. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Um, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, well, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Remember to be a med tech. Um, and uh, check in with yourself. Listen to your body. Listen to your mind. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.